North Idaho News of the Week is brought to you in part by Evergreen Realty, commercial and residential property listings. Online at evergreen-realty.com. It's Friday, February 2nd. You've tuned into North Idaho News of the Week here on 88.5 KRFY. This is Panhandle Community Radio. I'm Jack Peterson, and with me this morning is Chris Bessler. And it's just us this morning, Chris. Good morning. Good morning, Jack. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty well. Uh, you know, it's been it it's been a warmer than usual week. I've been wearing my windbreaker all week instead of uh instead of a proper winter coat and so that feels a little strange but it yes yeah. pretty warm today and uh mm-hmm. of course it is groundhog day yes it is, it is. Mm-hmm. and do you have news on that front uh <laughs> <laughs> on the groundhog day front good good question let me look up what... i know I, I have it i oh, know you it. Do. yes okay the groundhog saw mm-hmm. its shadow this is the one oh, excuse me this is punxsutawney phil yeah it didn't okay. see its shadow and which means that we're that winter is going to wind up early right an early okay. spring an early is... spring so um mm-hmm. i guess when he sees a shadow it scares him back down to the burrow and he stays down there longer right um but it mm-hmm. is an interesting tradition and uh it's observed in both the United States and Canada on February second, mm-hmm. and it derives from a Pennsylvania Dutch superstition that if a groundhog comes out of his burrow and sees its shadow, it will retreat, and winter will go on for six more weeks. So now an early mm-hmm. spring is predicted because he did not see his shadow. Seems consistent with what we're seeing yeah, around it's here. No surprise, even though that takes place way over in in Pennsylvania where the groundhog is. Um, and I'm reading from. Wikipedia right now, if you're wondering about the, you know, the scientific basis for this, according to Wikipedia, studies have found no consistent association between a groundhog seeing its shadow and the subsequent arrival of spring-like weather. So, hmm. it, it, <laughs> I'm glad somebody did the study. <laughs> yeah. uh, I wonder how much that study costs uh-huh. to do. <laughs> uh, you know, it's, I, it's interesting. There's, there's the one in Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania, famous from the film... But I think there, I think there are Groundhog Day kind of celebrations all across, mostly like the Midwest and the Eastern, the Eastern Seaboard, yeah, yeah, where the uh-huh. Pennsylvania Dutch influence kind of bleeds through. But there's nothing out here. I don't and know I, if we, I, don't I know that we have groundhogs could, out here. Oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> could could Sandpoint become the Groundhog Day? We could have marmots. The, you know, if we had yes. marmots come out and saw their shadow, maybe. But yeah. Um, well, okay. So it looks like an early spring, no surprise. Uh, and there's some road construction news that uh, that bears that out, which we'll get to in just a second. Um, here's our headlines for today. Right at the top, the Bonner County Board of Commissioners, uh, actually the, the rancorous meetings at the Board of Commission have continued high drama uh, in fact increased drama this time two attendees of last friday's business meeting were removed by city of sandpoint police uh which prompted questions of procedure and authority from 
Police Chief Kuhn, as well as Commissioner Ahmet, and really all interested parties had something to say on whether uh, yeah. that was... Yeah, Barnard County Sheriff, of course, and the, yeah. the police are involved as well. Um, it, that's a big story. We'll come back and talk some more about it, but yeah. I got to say, this story has covered like multiple pages in the Reader, the B. Yeah. Even the Spokesman Review had a really long story on it yesterday. Yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's the... Uh, it, yeah, the the drama that has surrounded the Bonner County Commission seems to be escalating, certainly not de-escalating, um, at least as of last Friday. Uh, speaking of the Bonner County Commission, District 3 Commissioner Luke Amit has announced his candidacy for re-election, and that would include re-nomination in the Republican Party primary set for May 17th. I don't think he has any announced... Uh, an announced opponents yet in that nomination, but I would not be surprised to see him face a contested primary. Um, here in the city standpoint, the city council on their agenda for February 7th, next Wednesday, uh, the items include filling the vacant city administrator position, which was vacated by Jennifer Stapleton on January 3rd of this year at the very beginning of this new city council and new mayoral term. Um, that position has been empty for a month now, and it was rather central to the last city administration. Uh, so right now there is no city administrator. The existence of the city administrator position was sort of was uh, a matter of some debate in the mayoral race of 2023 as well as city council and uh, whether it or how that position will be filled in the future is going to be an interesting conversation set to begin on February 7th. Yeah, next next Wednesday. <clears throat> um, at the Greater Sandpoint Chamber of Commerce, uh, Mickey Quinn has officially been hired on as the new director. She replaces... Kate McAllister, former, formerly the director, the longtime director of the Greater Sandpoint Chamber of Commerce, and McAllister was also president of the Sandpoint City Council, uh, formerly. Now Mickey Quinn is on board as the new director of, again, the Greater Sandpoint Chamber of Commerce, which is covers not just Sandpoint, but all the... And Mickey does have a business background. She actually uh, came to the area... I think in the early 2000s uh, mm -hmm. to work on Coldwater Creek. She was a vice president at Coldwater Creek. Uh -huh. And she since has had some consulting business, business consulting businesses. Yeah. So she's got a, a diverse business background that should do her well in that position. Mm -hmm. And then in, uh, in our springtime weather report here, uh, there was a landslide on Highway 200. Uh, sounds like water flowing so quickly under the road as to like erode the... Uh, erode the land underneath it and caused a collapse on Highway 200. The traffic was down to one lane for a while. I think everything they, the Idaho Department of Transport or Transportation Department, got quickly onto uh, onto business, and it seems like it's back to normal, at least as of yesterday. Um, but on that note, the Bonner County Road and Bridge Department has announced weight restrictions in place as of. January 30th, uh, on any on any road that is maintained by Bonner County, there is no early morning hauling whatsoever. 
then around the county on those roads, you should see a green flag if the road is still open but subject to closure. And a red flag will indicate that the road is closed to heavy equipment uh, on all our county roads around here, which ordinarily is something that happens every year, but not usually until later on. Um, and then lastly, out in West Bonner County, the uh, the chair was deterred, or the uh, Mar- Margie Hall, I should say, was Margaret Margie Hall was uh, elected chair of the West Bonner County School District. Um, that is official and comes as no surprise, but that school district now has all five seats filled and a chair in place. So back to business at the West Bonner County School District mm-hmm. after a tumultuous 2023. Uh, okay, that's Jack. What I got. So uh, <laughs> dig in a little bit more at the time to untangle the, the continued kerfuffle at the uh, county commissioners. You know what's been uh, fun to or uh, amusing to uh, to read is how our local journalists have to change the wording in that opening paragraph of the same article that they seem to write every week. More drama, more, you know, uh, escalation or, you know, drama continues at the, uh, at the Bonner County commission. How do they keep from repeating themselves? Um, that's exactly how the, this week's reader story starts out. More Mm -hmm. drama. Mm -hmm. And, more, more high drama on display at the Bonner County Administration Building over the past week in this article by Zach Hagedon in the Sandpoint Reader. Mm-hmm. Um, so what happened, what had happened was, from what I understand, on the 23rd at the previous meeting, earlier in the week, um, Chair Luke Amit had attempted to have uh, a, an individual removed from the meeting, um, they had that individual refused to leave the business meeting, and it did not result in a physical altercation, but it was a conflict that led to um, on the twenty sixth, the Friday business meeting, uh, Amit calling the Sandpoint police to trespass two individuals from the. Uh, from the meeting after so. the, after they refused to leave, that's yeah. Dave um, Bowman and Rick Kramer. And Bowman was actually <clears throat> a candidate for Amit's uh, position in the last. He, yes, yeah. he was. Um, so anyway, but politically active uh, individuals and in, have been at present at many of the meetings lately. Um, Kramer was asked to leave on the twenty third. After they, you know, according to uh, according to reports and according to Amit, uh, that he had become unruly and was asked to leave and refused to leave. Uh, what it prompted was sort of a uh, an email from Bowman, who did not uh, he he did not use the word threat, but he used some rather you know, aggressive and descriptive language about what could happen, uh, you know, should that kind of thing happen happen again. Obviously, the Bonner County Commissioners uh, took that email seriously and uh, 
asked both Bowman and Kramer to leave the subsequent meeting uh, and called the Sandpoint police who showed up as opposed to the county sheriff or other law enforcement or relying on the sergeant at arms to deal with the, the problem. Um, it sounds like they, the Sandpoint police showed up, escorted the two gentlemen out. The meeting continued. Sandpoint police went back into the room to, to, to determine, you know, what, what the next step should be, but the meeting was already underway. So they left the meeting with the, uh, with the two individuals in question. And that was not the end of it, but that was the end of it for that meeting. It then prompted an email from Chief Kuhn of the Sandpoint Police Department to ask uh, for further clarification on future procedures uh, regarding how to how how and when individuals should be removed from uh, ongoing administrative meetings at the Bonner County Commission, uh, and it, which is something that is or asking for basically language similar to what's in place in the city of Sandpoint for uh, removing people from meetings because. He did not feel that there was clear direction there. Yeah, it's a pretty confusing uh, thing, and That's, there are there are charges yeah. going back and forth. Uh, Commissioner Amit is um, feels that uh, Mr. Bowman made threats in an email, uh, and uh, Mr. Bowman denies that. Um, the sheriff has weighed in and says that uh, that removing the men wasn't wasn't proper. Didn't live up to the uh, proper procedures to do that uh, it's a mm-hmm. it's a pretty complicated story and, and as i mentioned earlier it uh you would really need to read it to get all the details on this um mayor jeremy Grimm of sandpoint has also weighed in it on the side of i guess Ahmet and in in favor of the actions taken by the sandpoint police department or in defense, anyway. Yeah, he, he defended the fact yeah. that the Sandpoint police came in mm-hmm. and uh, arrested the guys. Uh, but then the the two men weren't actually, it's unclear if they were actually charged um, yeah. b- once they got, since that's in the bailiwick of the prosecutor, and the prosecutor seems, in this case, to be uh, aligned with uh, Sheriff Wheeler. So mm-hmm. I, I think that we should leave it at that, Jack, because it's such a yeah. complicated story. We cannot really... Um, uh, going to all the ins and outs on it, but uh, we could tell people that this week's reader has got a long story on it if they want to check that, and that's available free around town. Yesterday's Spokesman Review had a long story on it. The Daily Bees had a couple of stories. Their first story on this uh, was actually broke on uh, last Saturday, mm-hmm. January 27th. So um, if folks would like to get up to speed on all the back and forth on this latest uh bit of drama out of the county commissioners as, as pertains to the arrest of the two individuals or the trespass of the two individuals from a public meeting um, raises all kinds of questions about, yeah. um, uh, you know, should individuals be able to disrupt a meeting? Um, should citizens be trespassed from public meetings? So uh, I'm sure we're going to be talking about this again next week. Something tells Here, me. Uh, yeah. News of the week. It's that uh, it's, Kind of, it's that ongoing question of that has faced the, the this whole term of the county commissioners the the line between f- 
free speech and allowing the public to speak, but also certain amount of business has to be done. Yeah, maintaining by, decorum. And, yeah, maintaining and not decorum. letting the meeting devolve to a bunch of arguments. Right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, an absolute uh, to to recognize absolutely the freedom of speech. You a, a person could simply totally bring a meeting to a standstill and and have no business done by the county whatsoever. So. Find, defining the lines between what's uh, what's in the interest of the public in terms of freedom of expression, and then what's in the interest of the county in terms of actually taking care of the business of government. Uh, there are heated, uh, <laughs> yeah. And the city council actually did a, a year or more ago enact a more specific set of rules yeah. governing that in the county. Uh, mm. I think. Commissioner Amit suggested the county might uh, take a look at doing something similar set that maybe yeah. more clearly defines when a line gets passed in terms of these, um, you know, yeah. maintaining the ability for the public to come and comment, but not take over meetings. Mm -hmm. So anyways, those stories are available for folks. Uh, also at the county, um, the, the judge who appointed, uh, Approved the protection order, which bars uh, uh, Commissioner at that time, Commission Chairman Steve Bradshaw, from um, being near Commissioner Asia Williams, uh, clarified the order. Uh, and uh, this is uh, Judge Justin Julian. I think he's a district court judge. Um, the uh, I'm looking right now to dig this up here. Uh, well, that he, it, he yeah. states that that uh, uh, Bradshaw may attend county commissioner meetings with Asia Williams, but he shall uh, possess no firearms or other weapons at such meetings or on any county-owned property, and shall submit to searches to verify the absence of weapons. Mm -hmm. So, um, for a, for a period of time there, Commissioner Bradshaw was attending meetings just by Zoom. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Um, and of course, this remains a, a point of contention with uh, Asia Williams. You know, she feels that Bradshaw should stay just on Zoom. I think from her her comments. Um, mm -hmm. So there's an, another uh, wrinkle there. But uh, in the short of it, uh, Commissioner Bradshaw is cleared to attend the meetings that at the county building that uh, Commissioner Asia Williams is at. As long as he's not packing, right? He uh, he, as far as I know, still has not declared for re-election, uh, nor has he declared that he's not seeking re-election. So yeah, he has he hasn't uh, hasn't missed that. No, um, he he does face at least two challengers for his district. Uh, district one, Brian Domke and Brian Riley, both have announced their candidacy for that. Uh, position for the seat that for that, the seat that he that has. Steve Bradshaw holds. Yep, yep, yep. Um, and uh, so far, you know, we're kind of in the uh, election season. They have until March. Candidates have until March fifteenth to file a declaration of candidacy. Uh, but so far, let's rattle that off as a matter of interest. And for mm -hmm. Commissioner District One, the announced candidates are Brian Domkey and Brian Riley. They're both Republicans. Uh, for the county commissioner district three seat, the one that Luke Amit holds, uh, Luke Amit's the only one that has so far publicly announced. Um, 
And for Bonner County Assessor, another seat that's up for election this cycle, uh, Dennis Englehart, he's the uh, incumbent in that seat. He was actually appointed to the seat in 2023, so this will be the first time he's faced election there as incumbent. He did run for that seat um, several years ago, I think in 2018. Uh, he didn't win that time, but uh, as I mentioned, he subs- subsequently was appointed, and he certainly currently holds that seat. For Bonner County Sheriff, uh, that's the seat held by Sheriff Daryl Wheeler. Uh, uh, Sheriff Wheeler is the only one that's announced for that so far. We also have a Bonner County Prosecuting Attorney seat up for election. It's the seat held by Lewis Marshall. And uh, no declared candidates on that yet. I'd probably a pretty good guess that he might run for re-election, but uh, he hasn't made that announcement so mm-hmm. far. That's been reported in the media. Um and uh, let's real quickly, we'll mention the legislative um, district one seats that are up for election, which is all three of them, the Idaho Senate, there's one seat, and uh, we have two seats in the Idaho House. For the Senate, uh, Scott Herndon, the incumbent, has uh, announced, and also Jim Woodward, the former senator, has announced. So that's a contested race there for Idaho Senate and district one. They're both Republicans. Uh, for Idaho um, District 1 seat A, that's the seat held by Mark Souter. He has uh, announced that he's running for re-election. And uh, Cornell Razor, who has run for um, mm-hmm. it. Uh, he's been a candidate uh, for a few different yeah, positions. Yeah, for different positions yeah. um, here. And he has announced also in the Republican primary. So mm-hmm. Mark Souter will be, has at least one mm-hmm. opponent there. For the seat B, that's the seat currently held by Sage Dixon, uh, and uh, Sage has announced he's not running for re-election. There are two candidates announced there now. That's Chuck Lohman and Jalen Peters. Uh, so bo- both those guys are Republicans. Everybody who's announced so far publicly or released an announcement um, are all Republicans, so they're all. This is all happening in the Republican primary. The primary election date is May twenty first. Um, not to be cu- confused with the um, presidential caucuses, <laughs> right? Because the Republicans are caucusing for the president on March second, uh, and the Democrats are doing that. The date set for that is March twenty third. Ah, so okay. So we got three. Oh, excuse me. It's May twenty third. Okay. And and actually, which is but not May seventeenth. Go ahead. No, yeah. which is uh-huh. interesting because uh-huh. um, the primary election is May twenty first. So they'll actually caucus yeah. for president a couple of days after the primary election. That's now that's coming from the Secretary mm-hmm. of State offices um, mm-hmm. election calendar. I, I don't actually. No, sorry, it's coming from the state um, Democratic yeah. Party. Website and I, there isn't anything on the Bonner County website huh. yet as to where or when the caucus here in Bonner County will be, but that's the date that the state party has declared as the caucus date. So, well, stay okay. tuned for that. I'm sure that's coming. That is coming. Okay. Uh, well, election year, indeed. Um, did we we covered the Sandpoint City Council February seventh agenda? Anything more that we need to say February about February seventh? Well, um, the, uh, particularly that that vacant city administrator position. Yeah, that'll be the the big hot topic there. Um, and there's some question about who actually gets to make the decision. 
you know, Mayor Grimm, you know, he, he made a statement that it comes down to separation of powers between the legislative and executive branch, branches of government. Um, mm-hmm. And he's the guy who would actually do the hiring, although apparently um, it's an appointed position so that the city council can approve it. Mm-hmm. So it should, and um, Jason Walker, who's the count, the new uh, council president, gave a statement to the Sandpoint Reader that should the mayor make an appointment that the council does not approve, the mayor will have 10 days to bring another name or the council would be able to appoint someone of their own choosing to that position. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and, and but he made further statements that, uh, you know, uh, according to Walker, uh, quote, I think the direction we're most likely going to go is restructuring with a new job description that the mayor and council will work together to craft. Yeah. I don't think anyone desires to have a city administrator that wields the kind of power influence over the agenda that we had under our previous administration, he said. The uh, people of Sandpoint deserve leadership that is accountable to voters and responsive to the interests of residents first and foremost. So that kind of sets the stage a little bit for the meeting next Wednesday to discuss that. Mm-hmm. 5.30 p.m. in council chambers at City Hall. Um, and you can also participate by a Zoom. By Zoom, yeah. That, that, that could be, a, it will be interesting to see because this will be the first time that these, I mean, that this was the main, a main point of contention during the race in 2023. It will be interesting to see how the various uh, elected officials in our city government interact over this issue uh, on which they all have pretty strong and diverse opinions. So uh, that'll be, a, a meeting to watch, I think, a meeting to pay attention to. Um, I did record a Sandpoint Sound, just a more or less a silly little thing, I would say. Do we have any other... I, th- uh, I think we're uh, ready for some silly stuff. Then. Okay, okay, good. Yeah. Uh, good, all right. We'll close out the, the show with this. Okay, uh, here we go. It is... Indeed... It's, a, it's a Q&A, right? It is. Yeah, yeah okay. I, I, I talked to, I think, about five people out on... Uh, just took a walk around the block and... Uh, talk to people about Groundhog Day, actually. Oh, there we go. Here we are. Thanks for listening to North Idaho News of the Week. We'll be back next Friday. All right. I'm down here on the street, uh, and I am talking with... Kane Kacheri. Hi, Kane. Uh, first of all, tomorrow is February 2nd when this airs. Do you know the significance of February 2nd? Anything come to mind? Uh, Valentine's Day. Groundhog Day. Groundhog Day. That's correct. What's your name? Avery Dexter. <laughs> I, okay, it is Groundhog Day. Do you think the groundhog will see its shadow? Yeah. What does that mean? Uh, yeah, because there's no snow. Okay, so that means... Do you know what that means? <laughs> no, but... Six more weeks of winter or no more weeks of winter? No more. Okay. You think the groundhog will see its shadow, and finally, how do you know when winter is over? Are there any signs in the natural or civilized world that you look for to tell you that winter is over? Uh, muddy, sunny, uh, a lot of green. Okay, I'm standing here in front of the 1908 Saloon, and I'm talking to... Who am I talking to here? Ralph. Vic. Sally. Deidre. Do you know the significance of February 2nd? Groundhog Day. 
Groundhog Day. <laughs> That's right. Okay. Do you think the groundhog will see its shadow tomorrow? Yes. Which means what? Uh, six more weeks of winter. Okay. Do you actually think that's the case? No. <laughs> How do you know when winter is over? I personally, we live on about 2,600 foot elevation when there's no more snow on the ground. That's it. That's it. Yeah. It's over. It's done. So wasn't winter over in like early January this year? Uh, nope. Not where we live. We still have a foot, oh, of, foot of snow yeah, on the ground. We still have a yeah. foot of snow. Yeah. Okay. standing out here on 3rd and Oak at the spot bus stop uh, and I'm talking to Maria um, you go okay tomorrow is February 2nd what do you think is the significance of February 2nd do you know anything going on tomorrow I don't know no, no. no. it's groundhog day uh, do you think the groundhog will see his shadow tomorrow um, I don't know <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know what to say how do you know that, uh, in, for you guys personally, how do you know when winter is over? Any, any signs you look for in your life? Or, uh... For me, I think when the night's over earlier. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Any particular time? Maybe when the sun is out, like, at 6.30. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Well, I think when, when the snow disappears, I think. I'm talking. Uh, by the way, I'm in Vanderford's uh, book bookstore, and I'm talking, I believe, to Marsha Vanderford. Groundhog Day, February second. Oh, okay. So obviously, an an important and significant date in your life. Do you think the groundhog will see its shadow tomorrow? What does that mean? If he sees it, there's six more weeks of winter. Yes. Um, no. <laughs> That's safe safe bet. Yeah. How do you know when winter is over? Is, is anything, uh, do you see sales of gardening books start to pick up in the shop or anything like that? Well, usually. Yeah. Yeah. When we see some green coming up in the ground, like lawn and flowers and things like that. Uh, I am standing on the street, uh, right down the street from the Idaho Poor Authority, and I'm talking to... Danny. Okay, Danny, tomorrow's February 2nd. Do you know the significance off the top of your head of February 2nd? No, I'm bad at this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Do you think the groundhog will see its shadow? Yes. Do you know what that means? No, <laughs> I get them mixed up. Uh, if it sees its shadow, that means six more weeks of winter. If it doesn't, that means an early spring. I'm going to switch to no. <laughs> All right. How do you know when winter is over? You mm. Do you trust the groundhog, or do you uh, look to other factors in your life? I guess other factors, but I'm always wrong. Because <laughs> I put the garden garden out, and then everything dies. Okay, so when you put the garden out, you know winter is not over. Yeah. Okay. Good point. Okay.